0: Just head over to brighthire.com to get started. That's brighthire.com to get started. Cheeseman out. (laughs) Hey, HR, have you joined the programmatic revolution? If not, you're about to get schooled on how to take your organization to the next level. Check this out. 95% of CMOs use programmatic advertising, but only 5% of CHROs are using it to advertise their jobs. Where's the disconnect? Pandologic uses powerful automation to drive higher-performing job ads without the bloated budget. It's time to transform the way you think about job advertising and join the revolution. Learn more at Pandologic.com forward slash revolution. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese Podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Oh yeah, Chad has scheduled another Monday firing squad, which means <laughs> I'm already pissed off. What's up, everybody? I am Joel Cheeseman. This is the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I am joined as always by my co-host Chad Sowash here, and this is Firing Squad. God. And on today's episode, we have founder Oras Al Kobasi. Yeah, I pronounced that. that sound, correctly. That sounded pretty for good. Sure. Yeah, that sounded yeah. pretty good. Uh, he is founder of jobdescription.ai. Aras, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you guys. Thank you for having me.
0: So give us give us a quick little Twitter bio, uh, and we'll get to the company stuff a little a little later. But I wanted people to get a, a flavor for you as a person.
1: Thank you. Job description AI is a service to not create you, not the company
0: or us. You, who, is, who are you? <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, my name is Oras, and I am a software engineer with more than fifteen years of experience. Ah,
0: and well, you, you, you? Do you have a hobby? Do you have a sports team or anything?
2: <laughs> Long walks uh, yeah. on
1: favorite beaches, beer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Nothing. Uh, I love cycling. I've been cycling for okay. more than six years. All
0: right. That's something. That's something. Very All nice. right, chat, tell yes. him what he's won.
2: Well, Aras, you will have 2 minutes to pitch jobdescription.ai. At the end of those 2 minutes, you will hear that bell. Then Joel and I will hit you with rapid fire Q&A. If your answers start rambling or you just get fucking boring, guess what? Crickets. That's right. That's your signal Man. to move along and tighten things up. At the end of Q&A, you will receive either big applause that's right. Get ready, Oras. You'll be swimming in cash
0: very, very Back soon. Up the Brinks truck, baby. Boats and hose. Golf clap.
2: Batting down the hatches because this is going to be a long ride. <laughs> or last but never least, the firing squad. Sorry, oh but it's not happening, my friend. Pack up your AI and get the fuck out of here. That's firing squad. Are you ready? I am. <laughs> well, you, you sound
0: ready. All right. In three, <laughs> two, one.
1: Job Description AI is an AI-based service to create gender-neutral, engaging, and SEO-optimized job descriptions in a few clicks. That's basically it. <laughs> and All you can find
0: out more where?
1: <laughs> on, job, on jobdescription.ai.
0: <laughs> and that's it. Okay. You, you okay. got about... You have about a minute 20 left. Do you want to use it or no?
1: Yes, I will. Okay, Uh, go for it. Basically, in my last job, I was designing a data platform for an enterprise in London. And part of my job, I had to hire my team. So I interviewed more than 25 candidates in less than two months in order to hire a team of five. During these interviews, I started thinking, it must be really hard for startups to acquire the top talent. At this point, I started thinking of creating an ATS for startups that will automate um, the hiring process, especially the beginning part before having the human-to-human interaction, which is the creating job descriptions, parsing CVs and creating CRM, providing interview questions for the interviewer uh, in order to help in conducting the interview and avoid the mistakes in interviews. Um, as well as providing feedback and having a structure for the interview. As you can imagine, creating something like this would take a very long time. So I started thinking of breaking down the components of this ATS and starting from the job description. Uh, I have applied for OpenAI in order to use uh, the uh, GPT-3 to create job descriptions and created the service. I was quite lucky to find Job description.ai ready, So I created the platform, launched on Product Hunt, And I was fascinated by the response from companies telling me that this is a problem even for big enterprises, not just startups. Based on the response, three days later, I left my job and started focusing on jobdescription.ai full-time.
0: There it is. Is that it? Are you done?
1: (laughs) I am (laughs) done. That's it.
0: (laughs) And tell them where they can find out more again, just for good measure.
1: Okay. And you can find more information on jobdescription.ai.
2: All right. Get him, Chad. Excellent. So <laughs> quick, quick question or ask, what was your experience with HR and what kind of interaction did you have with HR in talent acquisition in recruiting to really understand their problems, their woes? Uh, was it just from uh, the outside or did you actually get into it?
1: Uh, it's mainly from the outside, to be honest. Uh, But the feedback that I've got mainly about how to make the job description more engaging, how Uh to write something that will attract the talent, because people will judge the company based on the job description in the advertisement. If it has no real requirements, if it is just saying, like, come and join us, it is a very exciting company, without telling the candidate what the excitement part is, uh, they are going to lose the candidate. They are going to impact the brand image because they are not direct to the point when they attract people to come and work with them. Gotcha. So how long have you actually
2: been in the recruitment industry?
1: Uh, It's been eight weeks right now.
2: A grizzled vet
0: is what he is (laughs) at this point, Chad. (laughs) So we're on a podcast. I want you to sort of visualize the product because to me, it reminded me a lot of if you've ever posted something on Upwork, where they sort of you know fill in the blanks and you check things that are part of the job description. But talk about the process. And I wanna get into a little bit of how the unbiased component of the product comes in during that sort of uh, click and fill in what a, what a job description is. Can you sort of visualize, visualize that for us?
1: Sure. Uh, so you start by entering the job title, and then in one click, you will get the suggestions of the job requirements. Uh, if you want to go more specific, there is an optional field to list the specific skills that you are looking for, and the AI will learn based on these skills what you exactly want in the candidate. Uh, you will start getting all these options, click to select the relevant ones, and then another click to create the role summary.
0: And how does unbiased come into that? Like, give us an example of how you would, uh, I don't know, what what gender comment or statement would come in that you would correct or, n- or make sure that, that a job was unbiased. Help me understand that.
1: Okay, so the the algorithm itself will detect the gender coded words in the job description based on the selection, and will give you a real time meter to show you the gender bias. And it will highlight the words that you need to change in order to make it gender neutral. And there's another, another meter to tell you if the job description is SEO optimized for search engines. And that is based on the length of the job description, based on the key phrase, which is the title. And it will check five criteria for the SEO and give you the final result of it. Okay, so th-
2: is this open source AI that anybody can tap into? Or wh- how did you how did you actually get this source? Did you de- develop it yourself?
1: Uh, so open AI is available in uh, beta right now. So you have to apply and give the reason for, for the access and what are you going to build. After that, if you get an access, you start developing the what they call the prompt. So the prompt engineering is to give the context to the AI in order to get the optimum results. Okay, so have
2: you done this before? Really, what is your background or practical knowledge in the application of gender neutral language and also taking that to the next step to apply in actual job descriptions? Because again, you can plug into anything, but if you don't have the practical knowledge in executing on many of these steps, it's it's going to be hard to see the forest for the trees.
1: Uh, I totally agree with you, but the feedback that I had is the current job descriptions and job description AI are 90% accurate for the SMB domain. So you know that domain when you have developers, project managers, uh, product managers, and that, that kind of domain, the accuracy is around 90%. When you go more specific, it will be less. But then when you go more specific, you need to give more specific details to the to the algorithm in order to get to that requirement.
0: Let's talk about uh, SEO, uh, which you sort of touched on there. Uh, we've had companies on like Jobiak and GetOptimal. Um, I know you're early to the industry. Hopefully you know who those guys are. Uh, and there's also Textio, who's been around for a really long time and is sort of a premium product. Um, you mentioned five parameters, I guess, for the SEO piece. Like, what are those? Are we optimizing for Google for Jobs and Indeed and, and vertical job search engines like those? Or are we optimizing for general search? Talk about what you're doing on the SEO side.
1: Okay. So the SEO is mainly optimizing for Google. So it will be Google Jobs and the search on Google.
0: So is that Google the Google for Jobs component, the job search engine on Google, or just Google organic results?
1: Google organic results.
0: Okay. Why wouldn't you be optimizing for Google for jobs and Indeed in those kinds of sites?
1: So for, for Google jobs, it should, but I just don't want to promise something that I haven't measured yet.
0: Okay. All right. Keep going.
1: Uh, And for Indeed, it will be really hard uh, because Indeed is a quite large site and there is the premium features where you can get your job to the top by paying extra. And the search engine, I'm not sure if I can optimize the result based on the SEO itself only. Well, well,
2: not with that attitude, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, what you're saying, what Joel's saying is you're actually telling the truth as opposed to what most vendors do. Well, what are the five criteria? I I want him
0: to go through that first.
1: Sure. So that is the title, the length of the title. How many words do you have in the title? And then if the title is appearing in the top of the job description, if the title and the key phrase is appearing in the role summary, which will be the first sentence after reading the title, and the length of the job description.
2: Okay. So Joel, I still love that you call Jobyak Jobiak. It's like you're going into what is it? The tomato, Old Testament,
0: tomato, my friend. He's he's from England, that's how they say it over there. The
2: Old Testament, I think it is. <laughs> uh, okay, so Oras, <laughs> who are your competitors in this space?
1: Uh, so that's uh Textile, uh, Tap Recruit, and there are other companies doing doing the same thing And the uh, gender neutral and text analysis. The difference that I'm making here to to differentiate myself from the others is I am taking a different route for making the job description available to many companies. So um, I am actually contacting job boards in order to offer it as a plugin. So, and recruitment companies and offering ATS integration. Based on that, the algorithm will be available to much more larger audience than the premium ones.
2: So tell me about the job board integration. Why did you go down that?
1: Mainly because people are going to job boards in order to post their jobs. If Mm -hmm. they, instead of doing a copy paste, uh, which is something they got from a template or somewhere else, or it's a job that they have created a long time ago, Mm -hmm. they can go to the job board and within a few clicks, they get their own optimized job description for the job
2: okay what about uh recruitment advertising agencies or programmatic vendors are you partnering with them at all to be able to provide them with this type of uh this tech
1: so my my first client is a recruitment agency in london and based on the feedback i am going to make some integrations with the ats's available to recruitment agencies my plan is to create seamless experience for recruitment agencies i i would like to have the integration just like what I offer in the platform, it's a few clicks from inside the ATS, rather than going to a different platform.
2: Is that going to be your focus, the staffing side of the house, or um, is that just where you started?
1: Uh, that's where I started.
0: Do you are you considering distribution as part of the the features that you have? So I I I create the job in your platform, and then hey, I want to automatically distribute it to uh, programmatically to to, to to job sites and elsewhere. Is that part of your roadmap?
1: For now, it's not, and the main reason behind this: if I am going to offer the ATS integration, most of the ATS will have this built in, so there's no need to reinvent the wheel. What's um
0: what sort of the the marketing rollout plan? I know you're in London. I think you mentioned your first customer was in London. Are you going to focus geographically? Um, are you are you reaching out to people all over? Is this a global product? Um, what's your sort of plan to roll this out?
1: Uh, I'm reaching globally. So one of the job boards that I have a meeting with next week is in in the U.S.
0: Your your product is very self serve, but I have to get a get a demo to use it. So explain that to me why I can't just go on, give you my credit card, make, start making jobs and, and posting them? Why do I have to get a demo on your service?
2: Well, that, that being said, Joel, it's not self-serve. So why isn't
0: it self-serve? It, it looks self-serve on the video. It
2: looks like it, but it's not. Oh,
0: well, then that's my question as well. Like, <laughs> when will this be self-serve and when can I uh, start using it on my own? Or is that never going to be part of the, the solution?
1: I'm actually so happy that you asked the question. When, when I launched the product... Um, It was open for anyone to sign up and use it and pay to use it basically. But I've noticed that people will just sign up, try it for once, like one click, and they will close the platform. So they weren't using it. They were just trying to see what's going on behind the scene. And that's the reason I have closed it and created the demo link. So what you're
2: seeing is the the prospect of competitors coming in and trying to actually rate your platform against them, theirs possibly, or do you believe this might actually be the, the prospect of paying customers coming in and just not seeing what they like right out of the gate?
1: Um, actually, the prospects who signed up, they contacted me to to have a demo with the whole team <laughs> in order to answer their questions. <laughs> so, so even the ones like who are going to pay for it, they requested a the demo. They just didn't go and try it and then paid for it.
2: Okay, okay. So what I'm seeing here, it, it, first off, I've got to preface with, is are you looking for this to be your full-time only gig or is this a side hustle for you?
1: Uh, it is full-time for now. Okay, okay. But there will be some, some improvements in the future. Gotcha, gotcha. On the pricing, what I'm seeing
2: is that I can pay for one month, a ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents, so a hundred bucks, I can do that. And then I can have my one of my interns like jam 20 job postings through the system. So you're setting a point of value of five dollars per job. Is that is that going is that an early bird price or is it always going to be that cheap?
1: That's definitely an early bird price. And uh I am (laughs) I am considering that this will be uh quite scalable. So the whole thing is based on API. Uh when we go to job boards like the smallest job board will have at least one one thousand job a day.
0: Like you're not from this industry and and most I'd say ninety percent of the firing squad uh participants have had some sort of experience. You're you're a developer by trade. What's Sales strategy-wise, and getting to know you know the industry and the buyer, does that worry you? Are you confident that you can sort of penetrate that market? Um, talk about that. Convince me that you know your audience.
1: So within within eight weeks, I've been learning a lot about the industry, and uh, only two weeks ago, I had a business coach who is a recruiter by trade, and he is running his second recruitment company to help me navigate the the industry and help me with the pricing strategy as well so i am i am not alone here and i've been like following you guys and following uh, the leaders in the industry to learn oh, well more well then
0: you know everything you should have just started <laughs> you should have just started with that i listened to chad and cheese Okay. Nah.
1: I do, actually. Like well, one One of the conferences that I went to was because of you guys. And it was so helpful and learned a lot and met a lot of great people.
0: There you go. There you go. So, you, so you're a product guy. You mentioned Product Hunt. Um, talk about raising money. Is this something that you want to do? Have you gotten any sort of seed uh, seed round are you looking to, to go big with the money raise or are you looking to bootstrap this thing?
1: Uh, it is not going to be bootstrap. So I have applied to Y Combinator uh, last week. And if I got accepted, there, uh, there is a big plan in order to have in-house uh, machine learning instead of using OpenAI. So this, was, this will be more tailored to job descriptions rather than being a generic AI. And there will be some changes to the product in terms of the design. And the reachability, of course, I am planning to hire salespeople. Excellent. Well, that being said, sales, what are your primary methods to
2: drive market penetration, drive revenue, those types of things? What, what are, where's your focus going to be?
1: My main focus will be the job boards and followed by ATS integrations. So I have my, uh, my account now in greenhouse mm-hmm. and SAP success factors. And there is another ATS that I am going to apply this week. Once I integrate with these big platforms, I think it will be easier to attract more
0: companies. So let's, I want to go back to the optimization part again. I know that you're uh, obviously young but as a company, but are there any results that you have on the SEO side, any success stories uh, that you can talk about? And if it isn't with the current, your current client, maybe it's some testing that you've done in the past or experience you've had um, with the product by testing it
1: uh for the moment i don't have this data i wouldn't lie about it so this data hopefully will be available in a few months and then i can provide all the details
0: okay okay all right man you know what the bell means it means it's time to face the firing squad are you ready i am (laughs) chad (laughs) what's up guys i got a question for you what happens when you bring the power of ai to programmatic advertising. Well, game-changing efficiency, of course. What does that mean to you? Improved conversion rates, reduced cost per application, and ultimately the one metric that we all know truly matters, reduced cost per hire. Sounds pretty good, right? Well, great news. This technology already exists. Introducing Hiremaster.ai Hiremaster.ai is a data-driven model that analyzes a wide range of data sources. It considers factors such as candidate demographics, job type, industry, and historical performance data. It continuously monitors and optimizes your job advertising campaigns to adapt to changing market conditions and maximum results. Hiremaster AI empowers recruiting teams to work more efficiently and effectively by automating certain tasks and providing valuable data-driven insights. Why not give it a shot today? Learn more and start your trial by visiting hiremaster.ai now. That's H-I-R-E-M-A-S-T-E-R dot A-I. All right.
2: All right, Aras. Dude, I love the simplicity. I love the API integration, love the job board integration. I love the the SEO optimized jobs overall. And the Chrome extension is a very nice touch. I love the idea of generating gender neutral and let's just say better job descriptions because the, the job descriptions that are out there today are total shit, right? So we need something to make it easier for us to be able to find that job description utopia uh joel nailed it i think from a knowledge standpoint in the space you are definitely going to have to double down in understanding this space better we've seen so many organizations come in startups who have amazing experience and success outside of recruitment in marketing, and sales, and many different aspects of business, but they've never been in HR, talent acquisition, or recruitment, and they have landed very hard. So it is incredibly important that you understand adoption in this space is incredibly slow. I love everything that you're doing to make adoption much quicker, much faster. My, my biggest issue with this uh, is one thing is that it's too cheap. per job description won't scale this business. Hell, $20. You quadruple that. $20 per job description. So greedy. Won't scale this business. Guy's got to live, man. Not so much he's (laughs) got to scale up. He's got to get developers and all this other fun stuff. But you'll, dude, you'll be eating Kraft mac and cheese and Top Ramen (laughs) until you die if you continue on this road of too cheap tech. So, and the crazy part is that... This is not the cheapest level, right? (laughs) I'm not talking about your customized level, which could actually be cheaper. So overall, I think there are many things that you need to do. You're on the right path from the standpoint of simplicity. I love that. But there are many aspects of this industry, especially from a monetization standpoint, adoption, networks, uh, that you are going to have to shore up very, very quickly, which is the reason why I'm giving you a golf clap. Love what you're doing, man. But there's a lot of work left, and you know that. But I'm just not sure that you know exactly where the work is at. Yeah,
0: keep on keeping on. I I, I agree with what Chad said. I think it's very hard to to grade companies like yours that started eight weeks ago. Um, fantastic that you have a customer. Obviously, that's a big uh, you know big hurdle to get over. I. Job descriptions have forever been a pain in the ass for recruiters and employers. Yes, and I'm I'm gonna I'm going to go out on a limb and say at least ninety percent copy and paste either old jobs or go to the web and find someone that's posted a job for whatever and copy and paste it and kind of put their own spin on it. There really hasn't been a company that's had the balls to sort of take on job descriptions and make it. Automated or simplified, Um, and just the fact that you're sort of taking on that that 800 pound gorilla is is pretty impressive. I think it's a huge huge challenge uh, to take on. I think that, uh, but you're you're on the right track. Like people are going to be open to talking to someone about how do I make job descriptions better, easier, more automated. You know that anyone can do it. uh, I think is on the right track. I think SEO is on the right track. I think you need to focus more on the job description and making it more of a jobby act. Did I say that right, uh, Chad competitor where you're optimizing for Google for jobs and and indeed, and anyone who's aggregating postings. And as, as you listen to the show, you know, that uh, LinkedIn is looking at more like an aggregator, uh, more and more. So helping people understand how do I optimize for, for vertical search, I think is going to be important. You're obviously a product guy, so I think you're going to continue to build out products. I love the the integration strategy uh, that you're talking about, and I think that's on the right track and something that is more advanced than most people who are brand new to the industry. The fact that you're sort of already understanding that is is great. You're not a you're not a. I mean, you're a young guy, but you're not so young that this is your first thing. It looks like you've been uh, developing stuff almost for 20 years based on your LinkedIn profile. So I think you've, you've got enough chops to know how to design, how to create features, how to look at the market and what, what people want. Um, I think the, the challenges that you're going to have are, look, it's, it's going to be a competitive space. Um, the ability to probably automate job postings, you look at, you know, Textio that we mentioned, uh, get optimal, uh, you know, chat bots and not even having job descriptions at some point where we just source candidates based on requirements. So you have technology as a challenge. You have obviously competitors are there and you have the entrenched way of just copy and pasting uh, what we've already done or stuff that other people have done. And I think that that's going to make being a big company a super challenge. If you were just sort of a, a bootstrap niche company or, or had that kind of vision, I think that would be much more, uh, attainable and appeal to a, a much more limited number of companies, but you're going to go big. So I think that you've definitely got your, your work cut out for you. So I'm going to go with, with, uh, golf clap as well. I think that you're on the right track. Keep on keeping on, uh, you know. Kiba's. I wouldn't be surprised if a year from now you haven't raised, you know, six million in Series A, and you're you're on your way to bigger and better things. But I think you have a, a few more hurdles to clear before you would get an applause from me. But definitely not the guns, man. You're on the right track.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm. Um, I'm happy. I survived. <laughs>
0: You survived, man, and uh, it's it's almost happy hour in, in London. I think you can go have a drink, probably. I will. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, man. Chad, this was fun. Yeah. Happy Monday. We out. We out. This has been The Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Cheese podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the firing squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.chadcheese.com.